Hi, welcome to Chats Over Coffee with my yoga teacher, a podcast where the comedian Peter Brush talks to Kayla McCormack, his yoga teacher, about yoga, meditation, happiness, life in general, comedy, astronomy, whatever we want. I'm not the yoga teacher, I'm the other one. If you've been listening and enjoying the show for a while now, great, thanks. Really happy you're sticking around. Please do tell other people about the show, either by sharing it on social media or telling your friends in your WhatsApp groups or whatever you people do these days. It makes me sound like I'm 85 years old. But it really helps, and we love other people to find the show that would be interested in the show. You know, it really helps, basically. So then this might be the first time you tuned in, in which case, obviously, that's not applicable to you at all. So that seems really desperate. For the first thing, who's this guy? You know, it's begging. I've been listening for a minute, and this guy's anyway. Speaking of begging, yeah. So find us on social media. Uh, on Instagram, I'm Peter Brush underscore. Kayla is Kayla McCormack Yoga. We're also on Twitter, where I'm Peter underscore Brush, and she's Kayla McCormack Five. Final thing, just before the show kicks off, um, some shows have Patreon accounts and stuff. So if you've been listening to a podcast for a while and you think, oh. I love this show. I'd love to support it in some financial way. Obviously, the podcast is free, so that's a completely voluntary thing to do. But some people have, you know, Patreon accounts. We don't have one of those. So if perchance uh, you've been listening for a while and for, oh, I'd love to buy those guys a, a cup of coffee or something. That's the parlance that is used in, in the business these days, the, the podcast in business. If you want to do something like that, you can either use the show notes or go on my social media to find a link to my Ko-Fi page, which is some website which allows people to donate coffee money equivalents to the equivalent of a cup of coffee. If you did want to do that, then make sure you put the, a comment mentioned in the podcast. If you just put the word podcast and nothing else, and that way I'll know it goes it is going directly towards the financing of the hosting of the podcast and then anything that we make above that will be split between the two of us anyway that's something that nobody has to do because the podcast is obviously free and will continue to be free forever and ever and ever there's definitely a show coming it starts like it's gonna start because i've said everything i need to say there's nothing else so here here we go here's a show any second now if you're ever looking for a good diet just go on the plastic free diet and good luck because that will stop you from eating anything. Any candy bars, any crisp, it's all wrapped in plastic. So as soon as you say, I'm going to go plastic free, there you go. Your diet's set for you. So do you do that? <laughs> no, not as much as I should. You definitely make a conscious effort there, don't you? I know that. Yeah, yeah. There's a little shop here in Leeds that I buy from a zero waste shop. It's not quite zero waste anymore because it's delivery. So they wrap things in paper bags. There's a cost everywhere, isn't there? It's all just quite out. Like, yeah, so you, like, you got that wool didn't you like some eco-friendly wool mm. but what about the air miles coming all the way from estonia well it, by the looks of it it came by train because it had a better euro trip than i've had in years it went all <laughs> over the place it was like in frankfurt and Cologne. it went to paris it was like what what is this wool doing <laughs> where are all the selfies of the wool like this wool's got selfies by the Eiffel Tower, you know. <laughs> but you're right, you're right. There's always something. Anyway, how have you been? Alright, <laughs> tired. Because builders weren't here today, but they just ruined your sleep mm. cycle now. I went to bed at 2 last night and still mm. woke up at 8 and I was not... Oh, oh so you must be tired rubbish. then. Yeah, I'm just used to getting up early now, which is irritating. It's like having a mm. job. You know, <laughs> <laughs> terrible. Can't chit chat with builders. 
<laughs> I have to pretend to be unemployed yeah. for a, which I am effectively at the moment. But I, if they they start asking me what I do, and so I'm just trying to evade it by saying oh, I don't really do anything because. When people that you probably know won't like your comedy find out you do comedy, like, that's just, I don't know. Then they just start telling me things that they like that I don't like. I just don't want to tell them. So they're just going to have to think I'm a bum. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because like, I, I tend to tell people, because you know, obviously people will ask, don't they? They always ask. And then so it's like, yeah, yeah, I, you know, I'm a yoga teacher or whatever. And then they'll always just be like, um, oh, yeah, I, I did yoga once. It's like, sure you did. <laughs> Or like, oh yeah, I heard that would help with my back pain. I mean, you know what would help with your back pain? If you didn't pick things up with your back and you bent your knees, that would that would probably help with your back pain too. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> Yeah, but I don't tell a lot of people. I don't feel special for being a comic anyway. So I know it's like, yeah. I know in the percentage of people's jobs, it's like not many people do it as a job. So, you know, not showing yeah. off there or anything, but like... It's kind of rare, but you feel like a bit of a charlatan for saying that that's what you are sometimes because you could say, you know, oh, I'm a comedian, but you don't make any money from it and you actually have another job. But, you know, maybe people think that's what yeah. you are. Yeah. You can say, I'm a yoga teacher, but you only teach one class a week and you actually work in an office. Then, <laughs> Yeah. So I just never mention it just because it's just, it's more trouble than it's worth. Yeah, and Claire's definitely. like, you can't tell him you do nothing. Stop. I don't care. Say I'm a stay-at-home husband. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know I don't like people in my space. I get a little bit like, and stuff. And like the other day, we had someone come and collect some rubbish. They're actually really good. But um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, they came in, and you're trying to, you know, you're kind of talking small talk and stuff because they're they're right there. So like they're in our garage. I got it out of the garage, so they're in a garage. Uh, there's lots of stuff in the garage, so I'm not just going to be like, oh, figure out what to take. I'm going to stand there and be like, oh, I want you to take that and that and that, you know, and and so they get it all loaded in and stuff. But then obviously you smart, you start the like little small chat and stuff, and and it's okay. But like you're saying, it's just a little bit. I don't know. It's like, oh, yeah, oh, you're American. Oh, yeah, I went to America once. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, and what do you say to that? Yeah, you went to a country with, what, 300 million people in it or something? And... I went to the con- a country the size of more, more than Europe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well done. <laughs> makes me laugh. Anyway, I know they're just trying to make small talk as well, and maybe some of them find it just as... Um, awkward as i do you know yeah what I mean? they but... probably do They're, you're just yeah like, oh you work yeah. in a bakery oh i had a roll once a bread roll, yeah, was... <laughs> exactly i ate bread once from a bakery just cakes i had a cake <laughs> yeah I don't know. Uh-huh. anyway just sometimes you feel like you know this whole like echo chamber thing it already existed before we knew it existed on the internet because you do just hang around with you know with people that you've find like on the same wavelength and there's just like a million other people that you you know people i went to school with i mean 95 percent of them i would have no idea how to get on with and you just ended up finding the five percent that you do and then that's just Mm. like that's life isn't it so yeah that's why people talk about the weather in this country all the time boring stuff like that it's just it's not boring though that's the whole point right the weather's changing all the time it's a great topic for a discussion (laughs) i don't know (laughs) it's one of the reasons i like sport is that i know if i'm stuck with a guy i don't know i can probably say oh did you watch the football match last night and then if you're stuck with someone for 10 minutes then you can pretty much rely on talking about a sport that you both know and that's basically i do enjoy sport as well but it's a good reason to be into it 
<laughs> so you can wing a conversation. Yeah. Well, I see the builders for a couple of weeks, actually, because there's been a delay because apparently there's a window shortage. Windows? Yeah, the supply chain of windows has been disrupted or something. From Brexit? Either Brexit or COVID or something. Like mm, I don't know. Some excuse they want to use. <laughs> yeah, one or the other. Wherever your leanings are, it's the other one. <laughs> Sorry, jabbering on. That's too much no, time no. wasted. <laughs> Never wasted time, but you know. Never wasted time. I tried. Did you see me try and do that? I don't know how successful I did it. I did try to do the up and down thing in the wheel pose yesterday. I did. did you see that? I did see that. It takes a bit out of you. It's yeah. a it's a hard thing to do. Like by the end of yeah. that, I was like, yeah, I mean, I've got to, you know. <laughs> you just kind of got. <laughs> I don't like to give in. You know, when you, I mean, it's bad. You should do what your body tells you. Obviously, if you like, mm. you shouldn't out of some sort of sense of peer pressure feel like you need to force yourself to do things that you because you know mm-hmm. if i'd have like fallen and hit my head that would have been yeah. bad wouldn't it so yeah you, you don't try and push yourself as a sense of pride but part of me always wants to be able to keep up with the timings that you give in in a class mm. so it's there is like a i don't know i'd have some masculine pride sort of thing i'm not having a woman hold a pose longer than me <laughs> Did you do you find that when you're holding specifically that pose, do you find that like it's the muscle burn, like it's hard to hold, or do you think it's something else? Like, do you feel like all the blood's rushing to your head, or or? I don't know. I, I felt like it was even my arms were starting to like uh, say, yeah, that'll do. Like the top part of my body, I think maybe. Yeah, because when you started doing the dips, it was all in the legs. So even though you were probably moving your arms, yeah. when you look at your whole body, the thing that's moving the most is your lower body. Oh, right, because I don't feel like legs. I'm doing anything with the legs, which I'm not. Yeah. I'm not really, yeah. am I? You're not? Uh, Who are you? Yeah, you are. Just, just <laughs> as much as you would in, like, your, your bridge pose. Right. Like, do you find bridge pose hard? Like, when you just lay down, you know, with the shoulders and the knees bent and then lift your bum off the floor. I feel like I find it harder than it should, but I think I'm, I'm fine with it. I just, I just don't feel like it's not... You know, it's definitely lots of stuff is being engaged and I'm quite happy hmm. to get out of it sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you should feel the same in the lower body when you lift up into a wheel pose as well. That should feel just as engaged. But mm. the thing is, is the other feelings might feel stronger now that you've got something else going on. So like the back bend is really obvious and the arms are really trying to do stuff. So they may just draw your attention more because that's a stronger feeling that makes sense yeah you know you just keep getting slightly better at things my confidence is going a little bit with crane why i thought you're doing really good with that i didn't i don't know you might have i did it three times yesterday for very short periods of time so Mm. every time you looked it might have been when i was doing it and then (laughs) you might have missed the second when i like went back on my on my feet. Well, I don't think we did it very long either, actually. But. No, we didn't. I was being quick with most of the poses. I mean, other than it being in vinyasa, which is naturally quick anyway, uh, we had quite a few people in class. Yeah, it so was I busy. Sure I mean, we were it's great. It's like a Saturday at the Fringe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. It was good. I was pleased. Quite a few people. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pleased for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and I want to see you succeed, you know, like I sort of feel like, you know, you deserve... Oh, thanks. I'm sure people feel that about when they come out of one of my hour shows and there's four of them and they think, oh, more people should really have turned up to see him because he's yeah, good. Yeah, they definitely think you know, that. So I think, <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah. 
One day, I might have to try handstands in class. I'm nervous about it because I do, I'm not very, very good at a handstand. And I would always recommend starting against near a wall because that is actually quite handy for a handstand, not a headstand. I wouldn't do a headstand against a wall, but a handstand. I might do a workshop this summer or something on it, do something like that, just to mm. introduce them, see what people think. Also, you have to be... You have to have that, that strength, obviously, to hold yourself with your hands and arms straight. Oh, I don't think I would be very confident in doing it on my own in a room. Even if you had a wall, I still wouldn't mm. like it. I still think, mm. like, I don't know. I don't know if I'd turn up to that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's actually not as difficult as you think. It's if, if you can, you know, you basically start your downward dog and walk your feet closer and then take one leg up and then you see what happens. And then if it's high enough up or whatever that you feel like you get, that leg to go over and the other leg can come up it's like you get better with pointing the toes and reaching rather than again that kind of kicking your legs up manically (laughs) maybe next summer rather than this one (laughs) okay (laughs) we'll see well the thing is as well is like i don't i don't mind doing like the classes with the harder poses in terms of like offering headstand and handstand and even you know and shoulder stand even but i know that a lot of these poses that are quite a bit harder they're not really accessible to everyone and I don't really want people to feel bad if they can't do the things that that I'm showing. But also on the other side, you know, I know that some people have been coming for a while. They are confident with what they're doing and they're strong in their poses, you know, strong in their muscles and stuff. And they're happy to give it a go. So I don't know. It's about finding that balance. But I think it's a little bit harder to see that when we don't all share our videos equally. So like you tend to obviously only see me for the most part. And then... You don't know that other people are not doing it, you know, or maybe only two people in the class are doing it, but you just don't know that. Yeah, you just always assume that everybody's doing the hard thing, actually, when you're doing it. Especially especially if you say, that's really good. You think, Mm. oh God, everyone else has done that. Well, a lot of the time when I do wheel pose, shoulder stand, definitely head stand, some of the forearm ones, so like uh, when we take our dolphin pose and then possibly try to walk the feet a bit closer usually if i have a class of nine people four of them will be doing these harder poses everybody else is not everybody else is taking the easier variations but i don't know if i should say that maybe emphasize that a bit more in class and just say well done those of you who are doing it <laughs> well done half of you <laughs> <laughs> well done for the half of you in child's pose who thought what the heck is she talking about i'm going to relax now <laughs> yeah, that's true. you do always assume that everyone else is like doing better than you sometimes i can't do that bind thing where you like mm. like that just feels like so inaccessible to me well that could be like a lot of binds and a lot of even even shoulder stand i've heard the word hypermobility be tossed around a lot with those kind of things when you're talking about trying to get into a pose you know you don't want to force yourself and you don't want to be going too far a simple example is like women tend to be more hypermobile in their arms than men so sometimes men won't actually be able to straighten their arm that's quite quite common and women will either be able to straighten or even go further but it's a you're you know say your elbow is a hinge joint it should definitely not be able to go further than flat so if you feel like you're if you could put <laughs> look at this what i've got here it's a spirit level. If you could put a spirit level <laughs> on your arm yeah. and your arm was more than, if it was further away, so like one side's down, say I'm emphasizing this, but you know, say one side was down, you mm. would be showing yourself that you're going too far with that joint and you would want to bend your elbow. You would want to consciously keep the elbow bent. So like 
depending on what type of body you have, you can go too far. And sometimes things like binds and stuff are pushing you too far. This is actually something I thought I, I fancy talking about today. Just real quick. <laughs> because yeah, yeah, yeah. one of the things that I don't know if I emphasize or talk about it in terms of like in class, but I say a lot of things like, oh, you know, only do what feels nice. Don't go too far. And I say a lot of adjustments and corrections in terms of like where to have your joints and things like that. But in general, yoga appeals to people who are kind of already naturally flexible or hypermobile. So they're very flexible, specifically around the joints. And I think that because of that, you tend to get a lot of people in classes that are really flexible. You can see it, you know, or you, or you see them on, online or whatever. But I think you also get, you know, people that are like, you know, say complete newbies or someone who might be interested in getting healthier or getting more flexible. And as a yoga teacher, and every yoga teacher will agree with me, I'm sure, you hear the thing, I'm not flexible enough to do yoga. And I've always thought, that is so weird. Like, that's like saying, you know, you're too dirty to get a shower. It's like, what? <laughs> but I think I've thought about it more recently. And, you know, your first instinct is, well, that's the point of yoga, come anyway. But I think what it, what it is, is that the majority of teachers don't teach accessible yoga. They don't teach yoga in a way that really can fit for body types that aren't flexible. You know, I mean, even just child's pose, which is heighted as the, you know, the most relaxing pose. If you're tired, take a child's pose. It is not accessible for every person. You have to be able to bend your knee all the way to get your heel to your bum, basically. And you have to be able to bring your knee to your chest. What? <laughs> the majority of people cannot do that. They're not that flexible. So then they feel like they're doing something wrong. And then they try to take this relaxing pose, which is really not relaxing. And all the weight is in their, you know, forearms or something as they're trying to. And then it's like, oh, well, maybe yoga just isn't for me because I'm just not flexible. And it's like, well, no, what really is the teacher should have noticed that you don't have that mobility in your, in your knees and hips right away and offered an alternative, which is Kind of why I sometimes throw in there, you know, about doing all fours instead. Because I would also say that you're upside down in your child's pose. So this really simple pose that everybody uses is so inaccessible. You're upside down. Loads of people don't like being upside down <laughs> for good reason. You know, the knees are super bent. The hips are super bent. And you're in this tiny little ball. <laughs> if you're flexible or if you've been practicing it and you're used to it, it can be really nice. And because you don't necessarily need to have lots of muscle engagement. But if you're not, I mean, then that's just one example. There's loads of poses like that. People tend to have problems with their wrists. That's the thing you see a lot as well, where people, as soon as you say, rest, have a wiggle, the first thing they do is wrist comes off and they shake it out because they're yeah. like, ooh, ah. And it's like, yeah, wrists, they, they take a brunt of it. You have to make sure that you offer things. If someone's really struggling with their wrists in their practice, you can do half of it on your forearms, half of it on your hands until either the wrists get better or you figure out if there's something you're doing wrong, like that little tense with the hands, you know, instead of putting the hands flat. But I do think that, you know, if you if people feel like they're not flexible enough to do yoga, they need to find the right class because the teacher they've tried with just isn't isn't trying to teach accessible yoga then. They're trying to just... But to be honest, they're not taught it. They're very, you know, most teacher trainings don't necessarily teach oh if someone can't do this do this you know and, and when they do they only think about it in terms of like beginner classes or something and the basic poses usually 
like child's pose and stuff, or assumed that everyone can do them. What do you think? I think that makes you sound very considerate. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think in terms of like when you first came to yoga and stuff? Like, did you feel um, any of that? Did you feel like, oh, I'm not flexible enough or? I'm not sure. And that's not a very good answer, is it? Uh, it's not conducive to conversation at all. But I, de- well, in terms of what flexibility and stuff, or like, because I know there's some things I could never, <clears throat> I couldn't do. And some things I can do a bit better than I used to, but there's some things I just don't think uh, I'm ever going to be able to actually do. Even if even if I get slightly better at them, I'm never going to ever fully do it because you're just built in certain ways. And I don't know, I just feel like I'm more right dealing with that. Yeah. Really. Like, no, that's yeah. great. So so, so self confident. <laughs> it doesn't like it doesn't bother me. But I remember doing um, in the beginners videos for yoga with Adrian's like beginners mm. series which is the first things I did she's even doing things in there like runners splits and stuff and like that's not that's not a beginners thing to me really. it doesn't feel yeah, like it it's not when you've never done it before and you've got you can't straighten your leg when you're going back and like so I don't know that that's again off-putting to think that that's in a beginners oh, video. Oh, I've seen so many beginners things that are not beginners things. <laughs> I don't think that's obviously the teacher showing off. I just think that's that maybe maybe they just lose a bit of perspective on what it's like to be a beginner. Oh, in the absolutely. First place, yeah, I don't maybe. think that um, very few teachers get up in front of a class because they want people to look at them. I mean, it might seem like that mm. might be your first instinct or something, but it's definitely not. And a lot of teachers actually fight that that worry of getting mm. up in front of people. Like, it is really hard to get up in front of people and try to teach them or talk to them. So I think you're probably more likely to find teachers that are nervous about it than teachers that want to show off. But it's more likely if you have like that, like you go to a beginner's class and they're doing things that, what? Who can do that? You know, those kind of things. Yeah. That you're more likely just because they've they've been either doing it for a long time naturally are flexible their whole life or and then or they've just not had the training that went into detail about you know making it accessible which isn't a requirement you know that you know that's not part of your teacher training i mean obviously safety certainly is if you have injuries or illnesses and things that might affect you that would always come up in teacher training but in general just making it a comfortable class for every body type is not necessarily something that would always be covered so i think it comes more from a it sounds mean when you say ignorance, but that is kind of what I mean. I don't mean like they're all dumb, but I mean like, yeah. you know, it takes time. It takes a lot of experience to gain that oh, knowledge. I'm so, so glad you're one of the few non-ignorant <laughs> yoga teachers around. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and not every training is like that as well. I mean, there are some really, really good trainings yeah, yeah. out there as well that will cover accessibility and stuff. So look out for those. <laughs> But yeah, I guess I think just it's just perspective of what a beginner is is different yeah. to some people that maybe are definitely that never that maybe never found it hard. It's hard exactly. to exactly if you've always you know. been quite healthy, or maybe you did I don't know gymnastics or dance as a kid, and then you you know have always been you know been quite mobile, gone walking, you know, have always been quite good, and then you take up yoga. It's completely different to someone who has been you know overweight most of their life, sat at a desk most of their life, you know, decided they you know they're so stiff all the time and they're back hurts and the doctors told them they should do pilates or yoga you know and then and then they it's just a completely different experience you know for those type mm. two different types of people but it's like teaching someone to walk isn't it someone is no is it i don't know maybe it is like, <laughs> maybe it is now like, come on it's just one foot in front of the other but it's not that you know walking's hard oh man walking that's one of my pet peeves you know 
It's one of my things. Well, walking. Yeah. Yeah. Don't like walking. No, I hate watching people walk. You know how many duck feet I see? <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> it's like people walk with their toes pointing out left and right, and they kind of wobble. I mean, you can overemphasize that. Is that what you mean when you say no ducks and ballerinas at the top of a yoga mat? Yeah. So if you bring your heels together and point your toes out left and right, that's your duck feet or your ballerina stance. Like, oh, that's okay. kind of like, I don't know. I'm not a ballerina. I hope that's right because that's what I always used to think of when I was a kid. But I really, that's not good for your hips. And walking like that with your toes pointed out the side and your knees kind of pointed out, like, that's like you've literally externally <laughs> rotated through the hips when you're trying to bend it forward, when you're trying to step, eh, no. So is that what you're doing outside your window, watching people walk past and just like honestly criticizing their gait? <laughs> when I go, when I used to go to the park and you know when you wait at a bus stop and things like that, and you watch people walk by, and oh my gosh, and you're just like you are going to have so much back pain in ten years. Just just point your feet forward, please. <laughs> I think that if I didn't be a yoga teacher, I might be a walk instructor or something, like a physiotherapist. <laughs> Or just some crazy person that shouts at people in the... In the park? <laughs> in the park, yeah. I can feed the pigeons and shout at people in the way they're walking. <laughs> it's all right for the pigeons to walk like that, not you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I didn't visualise that ducks or ballerinas thing. I just thought it was like, it sounded like a really, I don't know, like the, the two people that are allowed at yoga classes are ducks and ballerinas. Yeah. <laughs> well, I always do the feet when I say it. But maybe you're not always looking at me. It didn't click. Because I was thinking, because ducks have webbed feet, maybe you mean like your toes being really far apart or something like that. <laughs> you can have your toes as far apart as you like. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, that makes sense now. And it's one of those things you always say, and I don't really think about what it means. Mm. There's always these little phrases. You know, like yeah. I, I really like the phrase yogi's choice. I think that's a great... Yeah. It sounds like a, a really hippie-ish tobacco or something like <laughs> <laughs> I smoke Yogi's Choice. <laughs> it's made from hemp. <laughs> I quite like that phrase. Yeah, yeah, that's Ma- good. It makes you feel special when you're told that. Like, mm. Yeah, Yogi's Choice. Ah, I'm the Yogi. I shall decide. <laughs> yeah, feel good. Thanks for listening, everyone. Hope you enjoyed this week's show. There's a show next week as well, so press subscribe or follow wherever you get this and then you won't miss it we're going to be talking about meditating using mantras or koans uh, and then there's some other stuff about the mona lisa being overrated thought we'd be a little bit more controversial to see if it gets us um, somewhere not really or maybe mm. i mean listen and you'll find out won't you right enjoy the rest of your day